Hello, all beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the One You Podcast. This is your host, Josephine Holmberg, and remember, I'm not a native English speaker, so excuse some of my errors, and I hope you will enjoy my lovely Swedish accent. In this podcast, I want to inspire you to live a life to remember in a body that you love. Let's get into this episode. This episode is brought to you by Podmahal. I wanted to start a podcast for so long, but I felt so overwhelmed and I didn't know where to start. I was so busy coaching clients and running my business that I knew I would never have time to learn it all on my own. Podmahal takes all the tech stuff off my plate so I can just show up and record. It's been more than a creative outlet for me. It has completely transformed my marketing workflow so I can spend less time worrying about marketing my business and more time connecting with all of you. If you're ready to share your story, they can help you every step of the way. One new podcast listeners can get $100 off their self-paced PodFit course and done-for-you services at podmahal.com slash one you. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the One You Podcast. So today I want to talk a little bit about my off-season and give you an off-season update. So as a physique athlete, you need to take a break in order to let your body rest, recover, and restore a little bit. Also need it mentally because you can't be in prep mood all the time and like your social life gets kind of non-existent when you're on prep. So it is important to have an off-season where you can actually go out and eat with friends and family without like counting every single macro you eat. So if you haven't been on like a prep, what happens is that, I think I've told you guys this before, but I'll uh, repeat myself. So you start cut back on calories slowly at the same time as you increase the cardio and the amount of like time you move your body in order to create a calorie deficit because there's two ways to do it either you can cut your calories down or you can increase um, your cardio or like time you move your body so you actually burn more calories or you can do a combination of both of course and personally I usually do a combination of both I prefer (laughs) doing more like cardio or move my body more and eat more because I love food Uh, and I rather have more energy from food and then just like go out for more like my preferred method of cardio is like go out for walks or hikes or walk on an incline treadmill because it's not as taxing on my body and I can do it every day and it's low injury risk so and also like just getting outside on hikes is amazing because you get like the nature and fresh air and yeah I just that's what I love to do in order to like create a calorie deficit which is what will help you or yeah which is what will help you lose the weight you need to lose and reach your goal so after that um when you're going out of a show and when you decide it's like off season you usually do something called like a reverse diet some people call talk about it like um uh, what do they call it? I think they call it, uh, I don't know, but some people bump the calories up quickly and other people do it in increments, like 100 or 200 calories each week. So re- in the reverse side, as I did, we actually 
we end up pretty high. I was never that low during my season, like my end season either, or my competitive season. Um, I was mainly around like 18 to 2,000, 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day, uh, which is not that low because I heard people being on like 12 to 1,300 calories a day, which is insane. I would not agree with my coach if he put me on that <laughs> low um, calorie diet because that would just like mess me up so much, both like mentally, I wouldn't be able to think and like create programs for my clients and, you know, do a good job as a coach. Um, and I wouldn't be able to do all my workouts and my cardio. So I rather move more and eat more, which we have been doing. So when we start the reverse diet, I slowly increase calories each week and in a perfect world, I would say, because to be totally honest and transparent, I wish I would have been more adherent, like I've been, I that I had been following the reverse diet way better than I did. But life happens. I'm human. I'm not perfect. And it did not, <laughs> I didn't do that well on my reverse diet, to be totally honest with you guys. And there's a few reasons to that because, like, when you, so I think what I would, like, I should have done is to create a clear goal and plan for my next season in order to feel better during, like, my reverse diet and all that. Now, instead, I just, like, felt pretty lost. And just, like, before I had had, like, I had a goal to work towards all the time. And now, all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, who am I when I'm not, <laughs> when I'm not prepping for a show? So it was kind of like, um, it was hard, honestly, really hard because I kind of lost my identity. I'm not saying that I'm like identifying myself only as a competitive athlete, but it's been like such a long season. So when I was done, I was like, whoa, now I don't have anything to work towards that is like so close. So I can like kind of like see coming, you know? So I kind of left myself, um, I guess like it was, I probably needed it both mentally and physically as well, because I had been under a ton of stress for a long time, both because I was in a calorie deficit, which is stressful for the body to like try to keep a low body fat percentage and stay stage lean for a long period of time. Or at least for me, I felt like my body was uh, trying to fight me because it wanted to be like higher body fat percentage than I wanted it to be. So, but it went well for a while. But you need to make sure that like, so you need to understand, I mean, that like the stage lean look, it's not a sustainable look in the long term as a woman because we need a little bit more body fat than men does. And I had when I was ready to step on stage. So, um, and also like when I got out of uh, my competitive season and into the off season, I shouldn't blame Christmas and holiday season because it's, we all have a choice. And, um, I choose, <laughs> I chose to give in a little bit. So I, instead I like, I really enjoyed like not being on a diet, at the moment not like being in prep mood and um, instead just like going a little bit more with the flow eating what I felt like and eating what was uh, served <laughs> when I went to like family dinners and so on and it was nice because it was a good break but at the same time it was hard because going from like being really like in a good routine and 
my body didn't really like all the food that I ate and I know that that it's all part of the process and I'm trying not to be hard on myself I was a little bit hard on myself at the time but I'm trying to like more so embrace it and just like see it as a part of the process and I know I could have been more like strict with my reverse diet and it's all on me and I'm like taking full responsibility for that and I'm not gonna be hard on myself because I really think that my body needed it and I'm still not like it's been four months about four months since I did my last show and I feel like I'm still struggling a little bit because I thrive being in the competitive season and having like a plan an exact plan to follow and more like so strict routines and rules but I also think that I really need this and the reason also like I'm not going to blame stress but I've had a ton of stress due to um certain things in my life going on at the same time that has been stressing me out and I think the stress overall has been like making it harder for me to stick to a reverse diet and to stick to like a plan so even if I was in a competitive season maybe I wouldn't have been able to stick as well to the plan either but it is also easier to crave foods like other foods when you don't have competition clothes in mind uh, or like that you have a, a a competition that you're working towards at the moment I kind of like I do but it's so far out it's like oh maybe it's not gonna be bad I, I can have a little bit of ice cream or I can have that donut or you know but also I kind of need it monthly so I have been more so just like trying to figure out a good balance for me right now because it is like in the long run, it's all about like finding a good balance that works for you, your life and not be too hard on yourself because it's more so important to, I don't really like the term diet and I know that we need to kind of like use it in the fitness world when we're competing, but for general fitness people, I really don't like the term diet because I feel like it has such a bad tone to it. Like, I don't know. So I just wish that all people instead were like finding a good, like healthy, balanced diet that works for them and their life. And so that's what I'm hoping is like the new diet trend. Find like a balanced, healthy diet that works for you. And don't go crazy in either direction. Just like eat all the macronutrients, protein, fats, carbs, none of them are bad. It's only bad when you overeat too much and you're going to start gaining weight. But like if you find like your good balance with like protein, carbs, fats and vegetables, you're going to be fine. So don't stress too much about like gaining or losing weight. Instead, focus on finding your balance, lift weights at least like two, three days a week and move your body because we need to move our bodies so but back to my off season um yeah it's been a struggle as I said and I don't want to complain but it's been like hard because I as I said I felt like I lost my purpose when I didn't have a a competition coming up I am I do like and thrive when I know that I have a goal a close goal that I work towards so I've been trying to uh, move it over to muscle building goal instead 
and just focus on that and also focus on building my business and provide the best info to my clients and provide them with the best programs and nutrition plans. And because I don't really do diets with my clients, I do nutrition plans that works for them and their life. So I've been trying to do the same approach with myself, um, finding a good uh, balance with when it comes to carbs, fats, and proteins that works for me and my body. And try to really focus on lifting heavy in the gym and just gain muscle mass and strength. So when I switched to that, I feel like I'm I'm in a better mindset for sure. And I'm not like binging as much because after the show, I was binging. So it was, you know, like craving thing. And I was thinking out like I, I was thinking about food all the time. It was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I was just planning my next meal. I was like, where am I going to go next? And what am I going to have for dinner? What am I going to have for lunch? And can I maybe like eat a donut today as well? You know, so it was kind of frustrating, but uh, it's getting better. I still have a little bit of it, but I've also been researching a lot about this. And because what's mostly like annoying me is the part, like the mental part that I'm always thinking about food and I always want to snack. But I think that's a stress related issue as well. So I need do need to take more time to meditate and stress less. <laughs> Um, but it is going to be better, I know, because there are some like personal things that have been solved that will, it's so relieving. I'll tell you guys more about it in another episode, but it's, yeah, it's amazing and it's going to make me stress way less and uh, that just feels so good. But I did research a lot and I also came across Stephanie Buttermore what's her last name? No, I'm blanking on that. But Stephanie, she did something called an all-in diet approach, which is a little bit of a different approach. And I can totally see why she did it. And I could totally kind of see myself doing it, but I haven't done it. I I mean, in some sense, maybe, but not no, definitely not the way that she did it. Because the way that she did it was that, or what it is, is that you get a minimum amount of calories you're supposed to eat each day in order to restore your metabolic, um, your meta, your, I can't say the word, your metabolism. So she worked with a doctor and she said that she should eat at least 2,500 calories each day, but there were no maximum. So she could eat however much she wanted. So Stephanie dealed with like, she was struggling with like hunger all the time and like not like feeling, yeah, she was just like feeling hungry all the time and like feeling that she was thinking about food constantly. So she did this and she just like ate until she was stuffed kind of like all the time. But I've been there as well myself and I know because it's so weird. You kind of just want to keep eating until you're so full. But I was probably not as high. Like maybe my max day has been like three, three and a half thousand calories. But she averaged at 5,000 calories a day. I don't really have the background on how long she was dieting for, but I don't think she was dieting for, or I think she was dieting for way longer than I was. So that's probably why she had to eat so much more calories than I did. But she ate like between five, like she could eat between four and 10,000 calories a day. So some days she ate 10. But this is an approach she did and she gained a lot of weight at first but then she kind of like stabilized and her hunger stabilized as well 
And then she started to just like gain strength and muscle mass and her body recomposes re, the, her body uh, did like a recomposition itself after a while. So at first she felt like bloated and all that. But then after a while, it kind of stabilized and she just like gained her strength back and she felt better. She didn't feel as hungry all the time and she wasn't thinking about food all the time. And so that's something maybe I'll try another time. I don't know, but now I'm starting to feel like I'm getting back to like a good balance again, finally, and not thinking about food as much. And I I just honestly think that it was like stress for me as well and not like like an uncertainty about things in my life and that really impacts it. So now when I don't feel as stressed anymore, I feel like I'm getting more to like a stable place with calories and um not thinking about food as much and staying busy really like helps me keep my mind off off of eating so but my goals for the off season is really to put on as much muscle mass as possible i'm not going to uh overanalyze the scale too much but i don't want to gain too much body fat either so i want it to be muscle mass but i'm just going to focus on eating in a calorie surplus that is not too big like between 250 and 500 calories extra um, a day probably closer to 250 and I am going to focus on lifting heavy in the gym in order to maximize muscle gain and maximize strength gains and some things that really help me so if you're struggling with like stress eating or if you're struggling with like following like a nutrition plan or macros what I do want to leave you with things that have helped me is to one, always make sure that I drink enough water and I can, I always like spice my water up or like I put some like lemon in there or cucumber or I put some BZAA or electrolytes because sometimes I know plain water is really boring to drink. I don't really like it all the time either. At times it's really good, but sometimes it's and not that good. And sparkling water is another thing that I love. So that's something I use as well. And then my uh, second thing that I like to do is to plan my meals ahead. If I meal prep, it's so much easier to stick to the plan. So I try to plan my days and like during the weeks, I eat pretty much the same. And then I have one day a week where I go to like, I go out and eat or like I eat like whatever I feel like that day just to like keep mm, keep it a little bit more flexible now when I'm in off season so that's real that really helps me because then you have one day to look forward to where you can have like a donut or some ice cream or just like go out with friends and eat so that's usually how I do it and meal prepping is key guys I for me at least it's really and for many of my clients so plan ahead with your food and then um Something that I have um, played around with is uh, eating more fats in the morning. And I feel like eating more healthy fats in the morning keeps me not like craving as much during the day. It keeps me sad, like full longer. And yeah, I'm just not as hungry the rest of the day. And I also usually eat more because I'm usually up early and I go to bed early. So I usually eat more earlier in the day because I also work out um, in the morning. And then trying to not like so another thing now is like trying to not restrict foods because when I do like I know that we 
in the beginning of the year in my group, we were like, oh, we're not going to have sugar this entire month. And sometimes I feel like when you put a restriction on something, you want it more. It's crazy. That's what I found. Like if you're trying to be like, oh, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. But um, it's going to be like something you crave even more. And then lastly, I want to add one more thing is sleep. Get enough sleep. Your body needs the rest in order to recover and feel good. So, so I would say drink water, drink enough water. You can put in like lemon, BCAAs or something else for flavor or do sparkling water with flavor. Number two is to plan your meals. Meal prep, that's key for me, really. Like it helps me so much. Number three that I found helpful for myself is to add some more like healthy fats in the morning to my breakfast and then not restrict any like food groups or like don't restrict foods like never say that you're not going to eat this because then you can have one day when you eat it as I do like I have like Saturdays or Fridays or Sundays depending on what day fits me when I eat things outside of my plan and the last one is sleep so make sure that you sleep enough because sleep has such a huge impact on your body and how you feel and how you recover and all that. So those are the five things I want to leave you with. Water, meal prep, um, eat more healthy fats earlier in the day. Um, don't restrict any foods or food groups and sleep. Make sure that you sleep. I hope this was helpful and I'm going to update you more on my off-season shape and my off-season feels and all that but this is it for now I'm feeling pretty good I'm feeling like I'm getting into a better place uh, mentally and I'm also we'll see I haven't really planned on when I'm gonna compete again but my coach wanted me to take at least at least a year off so maybe towards December or if I'm gonna wait for Arnold 2023 let's see I'll keep you guys posted when I know more have a lovely day Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the One You podcast. Please, please, please make sure to leave a review and share with someone that you think will benefit from this content. And, and also make sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Josephine Holmberg if you want more nutrition, training, motivation and inspiration, etc. And if you have any questions at all, please email me at josephine at josephineholmberg.com. Looking forward to see you next time.